You're listening to a 58 Ember production. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Completely Fucking Clueless podcast. We have some very special <laughs> oh guests God. today. They're a little nervous, so everything's going to be okay, though. Yeah. You guys are... <laughs> I just called them out. That's fine. You guys are great <laughs> listeners and an audience. So welcome to the podcast. Julia and Liz are besties. Hello. Yeah. We've been planning this for a really long time now. We have. And Julia and one of my other best friends have been in a competition since we created the podcast of who could get on the podcast sooner. So yes. Julia is very excited. She's yes. won. Shout out, Julia. So today you have won the game. Uh, sorry, Zan. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> You're on tour. <laughs> I know she is. But why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Like, tell the audience like where you're from, how old you are, and like what career field you're in. Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm Liz. I am 25 years old. I'm a marketing manager for dining services at Barnard College. Very exciting. Just started that job. Uh, I am from Westchester, New York, originally from Mexico, though. Shout out, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Um, and yeah, I'm very excited to be here. I know we've been planning it for a while, so this is exciting that we're finally getting it done. <laughs> I know. We mentioned you both so much on the podcast, so I'm curious to see which, which listeners recognize you guys from the names. Julia would actually message me annoyed if she didn't get message yeah. mentioned. In when I don't get episode. shout outs on the podcast, I'm like, uh-uh, that was a bad episode. <laughs> like, bad episode. Bad episode. <laughs> there was no shout out. I didn't get what I wanted. Like, I'm not mentioned. So, I will yeah. say I'm always anticipating my name being mentioned. <laughs> yeah, I'm always like waiting for it. I'm like, okay, so where do I come in this week? I mean, here's the thing even when she's not mentioned i'd say about 50 percent of the time if i tell a story where i say a friend it's me 50 percent of the time it's julia it's always me i know i do have a couple other friends you do no i'm not kidding <laughs> i have friends i promise it's just we do the fun the, like the funniest things so we get the best stories <laughs> yeah yeah why don't you introduce yourself julia okay um hi i'm julia i am also 25 I am from outside of Boston, and I live in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, I work in finance at Morgan Stanley. Slay. Um, <laughs> literally not as exciting as it sounds. <laughs> um, so sure, a slay, but... Wait, did you know my dad used to work for Morgan Stanley, like, way back in the day? Wait, I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, my connection. God. We're twins. We're I know. Twins. I was like, because my dad works at Morgan Stanley, I worked at Morgan Stanley. <laughs> like, You're like, I'm actually a finance bro. I know, literally, but sincerely, I am not. Like I mean, neither am I, but I am taking golf lessons so I can be better at. <gasps> She's going to become love a finance You are going to become a finance bro because let me tell you right now, all that my dad does is play golf. No, I, I know. That's why I'm taking golf lessons because I'm like, what? how else How else do you succeed I know. as a woman in finance if you don't play golf? I that think is that so this true. is a long-term ploy for her to even further replace me and my family because my dad really wanted a boy who would play golf and go into computer science. And Julia will at least have one of those going for yeah, her. Yeah, but no, no, I... Oh, yeah, one, not. Yeah. You were saying two. And I was like, wait, I'm not a boy and I'm not in computer. I am so far from computer, computer science. Computer science is, you're closer to computer science than I am. Okay, that's fair, but <laughs> not really. I, you put a computer in front of me and I'm like barely like poking away. Like, bum, 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 bum. I know, that's me. But literally, my mom has also started taking golf lessons because of my dad. And now I'm like, should I? 
be golfing? Like, I have oh. nothing to do with the finance world, but like, I feel like I should My golf. parents already have my niece and my nephew in golf lessons. Yeah, that's oh. when we were at your house and I saw them with their little golf clubs. It's I was like, dumb. wow. How old are they? They're eight and 10. Um, they tried with yeah. us and I'm going to be honest I think we would have liked it more if they did the path they're doing with my niece and my nephew but they put us in golf camp where it was like two weeks like hot yes. summer in New Hampshire mm. and the counselors would drive around their little golf carts but we would like it was like eight-year-old me carrying around like really heavy clubs and again real spoiled rich bitch kid thing to say that i'm country complaining club. about golf yeah the country club country club um but yeah no it made me hate golf i mean i don't love it like let's get this yeah. straight like it I is core business i purposes. don't love it this is exclusively a business expense <laughs> that's so funny i know i'm thinking about when the uh, the kids i used to at the country club my dad golfs at now i, I mean, was a camp uh, counselor one summer and like i had the youngest campers of all the ages and we would take them to the range like that was a part like one hour of their day was golfing um and they would just like throw the clubs at each other oh <laughs> <laughs> i know i was like why are we doing this they obviously do not want to be here and be doing this they're just throwing shit at each other anyways um but let's get into some memories with you guys and our friendships i think people get curious about our relationships that we talk about on the pod so what is your favorite memory with us individually I guess because we've known each other like you know Ooh, I know mine question. for Liz and I do you want me to say yeah it? okay yeah. um last year's Met visit. oh my gosh that was the best it was so much fun we went to the Met now it's like our yearly thing for mm -hmm. us we go to the Met and then go get dinner and then go get drunk <laughs> it was unplanned I mean, of course. But it was unplanned. The first year we did it, we were like, oh, let's just go see the new like Met Gala exhibit. This. Yeah. <laughs> and we go to this restaurant called Uva on the Upper East Side. It's really good. Such good gnocchi with truffle. Oh like, goodness. highly recommend. And it's such a cute vibe. Like, if you're going on a date, I feel like it would be a really good place to go. Or go with your friend, whatever you want. Mm -hmm. um, and... After we were like, oh, let's let's just go get a, a drink around. Like it was such a beautiful day. Everybody was outside. There was a live band, and we just started hop like hopping around the bars on the Upper East Side. And before we knew it, we were like, it's almost ten. Let's go to Red Lion. Red Lion with faces for radio. Yep. Such a good red night. lion. I know. TBT. Now we're only yeah. Henrietta people. I know. Love Henrietta as though. Oh my God, I wait. I had a meeting with my psychiatrist, right? That's the word? The one who prescribes. Yeah. yeah. This week. And we ended up talking about pride because he's he's a gay man. And he was like, what are you doing? And I told him how we were planning on going to Henrietta's. Yeah. And he was like, wait, wait, wait. Like Henrietta's? Like that's still there? And I was like, what? And he was like, uh, he way back when he was younger, he was like, one night, one of my queer female friends invited me to go. And he was like, it's not really my vibe, but I guess I'll go. And he was like, I can't believe it's still there. Yeah, my therapist <laughs> has gone that. too. And she's not even gay. <laughs> love it. Yeah, oh, when I started saying I mean, like. Zan went, right? Yeah, Z yeah. I mean, Zan. Yeah, I know. When I started mentioning that I was going to this place called like Henrietta Hudson, she was like, wait, is that the place like down on the West Village? And I was like, yeah. She's like, I've been there before. I was like, oh, okay. You were like, is there something you're not telling me? I know. I was like, is there something I need to know? But anyways. <laughs> I love that memory memory though yeah that um, was my favorite for me it's the ariana grande concert that we did in 2019 <laughs> where uh we went in brooklyn to barclays and uh we pre-gamed a little too hard with tequila sunrises oh my god i know disgusting oh my god the concert we but it was a lot of fun it was so it was fun so much fun. but we blacked knew word out. for word sarah doing god is a woman with her 
ponytail holding onto the rail. Knees. I was so actually that video was crazy. I'll try and like put it somewhere on say, put the IG. <laughs> I feel like my favorite um, is we. It's not a specific memory, but we for four or five years we were talking about it literally this morning. Yeah. Uh, we had this New York trick where we do. It was uh, her and Zan's freshman year of college and my senior year of high school, where the first one was literally we were here for twenty four hours. We woke up at like two a.m. Took like a four a.m. bus down to New York. Oh, we took a bus. We didn't even take the train. Yeah, Ooh. we took the bus. We uh, we did like last minute tickets for Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. Dear Evan Hansen had just opened. Um, and then we got on a bus at eleven p.m. back to Boston. We got into Boston at like one a.m. and then drove home. Um, and then we would do it every year. And every year it got a little bit better and a little bit longer and a little bit like nicer bougier. I'm saying bougier, yeah but like bougier. it's bougier from like we literally didn't sleep and only went on a bus so it got bougier of like we crashed at a friend's apartment for the night sure no but the last year we stayed in an airbnb yes oh nice the last year we, we did. did an airbnb um but that's my like favorite thing i can't believe our parents let us do that why we were 18 i wasn't okay well you were with two 18 year olds you were 17 you were no, you were 18 because it was Christmas. Oh, yeah. So you I totally still, were 18. I was in high school, though. I, if, it, I was surprised that they let me do it considering I was in high school. Mm. I used to come to the city all the time alone oh. in high school. The shit we used to do in the city in high school, we used I to go clubbing. Only think <laughs> yeah, you're like, the only reason I feel like I'm surprised that they let us do it was that, like, the fact that it was all at, like, 3 a.m. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the, yeah, 3 the whole like, yeah. 24-hour travel day, like, yeah. that seems intense. Yeah. Like, we just take the train in and go back home. Yeah, you can just take Metro. Yeah. We were on like a bolt bus literally yeah. and once uber became a thing then it was like oh you can uber back and forth or you know uber home you know whatever yeah i love that um i think so this is like deep cut but my favorite memory is so olivia and i first became friends oh oh yep, you gotta okay oh, yeah they i've mentioned this before people who haven't listened to every episode might not know my name used to be olivia i changed it the shortest reason <laughs> is for the lols i felt like it People from home still call me uh, Olivia, and by home I mean my family and Julia. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm not gonna call you Audrey because that would be weird. To that's me. Oh yeah, because you guys call her Audrey. Oh, yeah. that's so weird. Um, okay. <laughs> so Olivia and I became friends one summer because I we were both doing a summer theater program, mm -hmm. and. I was living super far from the program, so it was taking me so long to get in. It was an insane commute. The yeah, fact it was that like, her parents were loving it, it too. I don't know insane. why. It was like a long story, but like whatever. I was doing the program, and like one day at lunch, we were talking, and all our of first conversation was about Whole Foods. I know we bonded over Whole Foods. Uh, of course, she was. Because Whole Foods is the like one of the best places on earth. If you ever need to feel good about yourself, go, go to, to Whole Foods. Foods. Yeah, it was my happy place. At yes. Apple. And we like bonded over Whole Foods. And then after that, she was like, do you want to come live with me for the rest of the summer? And I was like, literally, that We'd had maybe two conversations. Three, three conversations max. And she was like, do you want to come live with me for the rest of the summer? And I was like, we're like 15, 16. And I was like, sure. It was after my freshman year. So I was. Oh, you were 14. Fi no, 15. I thought I turned 14 freshman year. No, you turned 15 freshman year. Yeah, I think you turned oh, 15 okay. freshman year. So you're 15, I was 16. Um, and I was like, sure, I'll I'll do that. Like I'll come live with you for the rest of the summer. And so, long story short, it ended up being like our parent our moms had gone to high school together and like they had known each other and so there was all this stuff and I move in with Olivia for the summer. 
And like we didn't, you know, when you're like just, it's almost like falling in love with someone where you're just starting to get to know them. And we would sit in the bedroom that I was staying in on the third floor and just have these conversations every night till like 10 p.m. And then we'd be like, okay, time to go to bed now. Good night. And we would just sit and like just get to know each other. And it would just be like us two sitting there just like having these conversations about life and like talking. And like that is like some of my greatest memories from those summers is like us just sitting there like having those conversations like I oh my god it makes me I could literally cry right now I mean we were fully not friends when I invited her to stay with me like we didn't know each other and I I also I didn't notice this at the time but I now look back and I'm like this is crazy I hadn't asked for my parents permission oh you just I came home and told my parents I'd invited a girl they never met to come live with us for another couple weeks and you guys didn't know that your parents knew no wow that's insane Um, and we'd had a couple conversations and again I fully didn't have permission I came home and I told them that a random girl was gonna come live with us so the in this story what was your guys's first impression of each other I thought she was really cool I felt like she was in with all the cool kids she was a little bit quiet but I took it as like the, in with the cool she kids. you were I'm a cool kid the cool kids of theater camp, okay which like is a big so. asterisk but you were in with the cool kids of the program and I thought you were very cool and I was intimidated by you that is so weird to me because I didn't talk to anyone that summer. I was it gave so you an shy. Mystery. Yeah, Olivia says it gave me mystery. I think it gave like weird girl energy. That is me, Julia, to a T. Whenever I start something new, I just started a new job and this is the only time I haven't done this. I feel like I like close in a little bit, even though I'm very extroverted with my friends. Totally. Um, and people, like I remember when I was working at and I just like did not talk, but people would tell me it gave me this like air of like intimidation or like something. And I was like, I am like the least intimidating person ever. I'm just intimidated by this situation. You're like, I'm just gonna avoid. I was like, I didn't know anyone. I was like, I'm just gonna avoid like causing any controversy. Yeah. Like, so I'm just gonna blah blah blah. Do this. So be quiet. My first impression was you was that I wanted to be friends with you. So you would you were one of the Walnut Hill kids, which yeah. automatically made you cool because I wanted to go there. Mm. Which is like so for context, it's a high a performing arts high school that. Olivia went to that I like really wanted to go to and then I didn't um shout out to public school you did come to a lot I did, of our yes events. I made I, by the time then once I became friends with Olivia Zan and like everyone else there then I pretty much lived there my junior and senior year I high fully school. got in trouble for having her in past when uh you're allowed to I definitely should have gotten in a lot of trouble for that uh like it's a big infraction all I got was I got dormed which is where you're not allowed to leave your dorm for the weekend which a oh. is a weird thing because I just, just don't know how they can do that. Other... I feel like you need fresh air. Like, well, they're supposed to take away your technology, which they didn't. So I just watched Netflix the whole weekend. But okay. the most annoying thing about it is you have to get other people to get you food because oh, there's like, yeah. food in your like, dorm. Um, but you it was jail? after check-in <laughs> yeah. when we were all supposed to be in our rooms and we definitely weren't supposed to have outside people. And I think the only reason why I got off was that we sold a story of, it was like, I'm so sorry we lost track of time. Like, She's my cousin, and we just had a 10-year anniversary of uh, me not seeing my sister for a decade, and they knew that I was really upset about it. <laughs> she literally pulled this whole thing this out of her ass. This is a theater kid to a T, literally. So they invited her here because they knew I was really upset about it. Here's the thing. That is an actual thing. It was like eight years since I'd seen my sister. And like it it was pulled from reality, you know, as all good acting is. There was a nugget of truth to it. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think they felt bad and let me off, um, which was great because I definitely look back and I'm like, oh, I should have gotten in a lot of trouble for that. Yeah. 
That's Liz, why. do you remember the first time we met? I was trying, I was racking my brain trying to remember. This. I was gonna ask, how do you two, how did you two meet? We knew each other in middle school. Yeah, so we- Oh, you went to, you guys went to school together. Yeah, yeah, so there are four elementary schools in our town and we went to different ones, but everybody from those four elementary schools comes together for middle and high school. And um, I don't remember, I mean, we knew each other in middle school. Yeah. I don't think we were that close. You were closer with like Aaron and Tori at that mm -hmm. point. I was in a different friend group. Yes, and I think we got close when you broke your arm and- uh, <gasps> Oh my God, yes. <laughs> so we were both in Sock and Buskin and I was backstage. And um, that's a drama club, by the way. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yes. Um, but Sarah had broken her arm practicing tap uh, dancing. Yes. I was In Reno when anything goes. You get injured dancing. Wait, a wait, lot. wait. You broke your arm tap dancing? Yes. Guys, what was going on in my Sarah, brain when Sarah. I decided to put tap shoes on and go out on the tile floor yeah. and start practicing? No. Sarah. I don't know what's going Sarah. through my head. So I literally do a pullback, my tap slips, and I land right on my <gasps> elbow. And I just remember standing up and feeling like, I was like, I can't move my arm. I can't move my arm. And I was like, just stay calm, stay calm. And I go into the theater and I tell the uh, teacher, I'm like, um, I fell and I can't move my arm. None of my parents are home. Somebody in the cast, like mother took me to the hospital. My parents met me there. Oh my God. Um, and then I hadn't got my period. And so they were like, do you think you're pregnant? And then 20 minutes later, I got my period. So, <laughs> and then I, I broke my arm and w the show had to go on. And so Liz no. was my dresser, like the, had to dress. But she came up to me yeah. and asked me, and I was so honored because Sarah was the star. So <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, Sarah Liddy's asking me. <laughs> Wait, I'm like, okay. Tackling. Yes. And mind you, like same friend group and everything. I was like, oh, I'm starstruck right now. Like, I'm going to help her. And I was just and like, then, yeah, because I trusted you. And I was like, I know I need somebody to trust that will like take this as seriously as I take this. Because at that oh, time, it was... I took shit so fucking seriously. You were like, this is a Broadway production. Yes, this is a Broadway production. I am but nominated for a Tony. Like, like that. yeah. Yeah, like need to win. And it was so, we did such a good job. Yeah. You did such a good job. I just stood there. We got the quick change down. down. Wait, wait, wait. So cast. you did the show with the broken oh, arm? Yeah. Yes, we bedazzled it at one point. I'll, yeah. I'll have to show you, you pictures. You had a scarf oh, yes. that we put over. I had to make sure it was safety pinned <laughs> oh my god yeah. i tap danced oh, yeah. a little yeah you still tap danced after all of that yeah did you learn to not tap dance on tile again? yes that <laughs> taught me to never dance on tile again tappers don't, don't do that don't do it um <laughs> that's yeah that was like probably when we really started to become friends yeah and then we started going like we love going to museums and stuff like that so then we started doing things like that together. like we did the louis vuitton exhibit yeah and we went then there. from then whenever they did pop-ups we would like we would oh yeah, yeah. Julia lived at my house for several summers after that, including some summers when I wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> I basically now like adopted myself into the Flowers family. Her yeah. parents are my godparents um, officially. Like, I don't know how official you can make it once you're over 18, but I have I have made the decision that they're my godparents oh, now. Also, Lori did. Lori yeah, just her went mom up to was you like, and was like, you're my goddaughter and now brings it up every time she sees her yeah That's now cute. now Lori's like keen on it so am i i'm like very keen on it but now i've spent so much time to the point where my so i'm taking a week off of work which is a big deal because like no one takes time off in my office which like so problematic but like so that's problematic separate, separate issue but i'm taking my week off and guess where i'm going where you go to the flowers house <laughs> I'm vacation at the flowers vacation. it is a vacation when it's, we went last summer, yes. it was a vacation. It's I a had vacation. A great time. We're going, I'm going for the 4th of July. And oh, so, so I took fun. that week so off. Fun. And I was like, and so my boss was asking me, he was like, 
what are you doing for your week off? And I was like, I'm going to my best friend's house. Like, we're going to go, like, hang out with her parents all week. And blah, blah, blah. And he, was like, he was like, oh, okay. I thought you were, like, going somewhere. And I was like, well, I am. I'm going to Marblehead. And he was just like, oh, okay. Like, sure. You know, it's when we tell stories like these that I kind of get it why my mom calls me lame so often. Oh my god! Wait, that's not lame. It's so fun. We love. I love hanging out no, with your family. I love it. It's very fun. Yeah, but like I the fact that we fun. spend our vacation nice. hanging out with my parents. Okay, well, well if I was hanging out with your dad, yeah, we went to the Jersey Shore with my dad and his friends. We had a, a fucking blast. amazing time. Yeah. Okay, hanging out with parents is hanging out with parents is fun because it's cheaper. Yeah. Yes. yes. And <laughs> also, Lori can fuck. It's hang. cheaper. Yeah, your mom can hang, yeah. and like we're on the water. Like we can go to the pool. We can go to the beach. Like yeah. we have. Like it's not like you like live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Like we're going to like a beach house essentially your yeah. house is essentially a beach house also i feel like we're at a separate age now like a different age where hanging out with parents is fun totally yeah, right you can drink with them, like right yeah see i think for us like at the end i mean I, i've always loved my parents but i don't think i hung out with them like I do now until my gap year and I really got that like because still in high school you know I wouldn't drink with them yet they my my mom the therapist boundaries didn't want that like she's still very you know boundary driven especially around drinking whereas my dad we were literally drunk with him on the Jersey Shore the other weekend um but I agree I feel like now being like in our mid-20s I don't mind hanging out with my parents like I love it I love yeah again they pay for the dinner they pay for your (laughs) drinks now this is going to make it sound like the only reason we no, like not, no, for, clarity, for clarity, Lori, the reason I'm coming is one, because I can't afford another vacation. <laughs> Two, because I like hanging out with you, yeah. not because it's going to be free. Oh, no, no, I mean, I also have joked that I'm like, I think Julie is working towards slowly phasing me out and making it so she's just friends with my mom. Okay, that's not gonna happen. I think that's the long game plan. Oh my god. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit? Never. A little bit. Never. No. Tiny bit. I don't see that. No. I just think, yeah, I feel like you guys have this like sisterly sort of like yeah. bond and stuff like that, which I think is amazing. I think you were one of my first friends that my sister didn't hate. Oh. Woo! Slay. Look at that. Yeah. Oh I have two brothers. They don't give a shit. <laughs> well they're just like hey i was the younger sibling but i did fully bully my sister's friends i don't know if you were ever witness to that but i full bullied my sister friends oops what do you guys feel like has changed the most about your friendships like from when you met and like were younger until now i don't know do you guys want to go first because i don't know the answer yeah i mean i feel like you know, I feel like there was a period where our friendship had like taken a break. You were in a relationship and, you know, we all get consumed by our high school boyfriend. Like, let's be real mm-hmm. or partner or whoever it was. But I think we both had like two pretty particularly attention needy partners. And so you were hanging out with your boyfriend a lot. And so we kind of just like, you know, distance wise. And then I think the moment that changed for me, like I have a hard time opening up to my friends. You know, I, in my old friend group that I was with uh, friends with, I felt like they made it really hard for me to express my actual feelings. And, you know, 
didn't really listen to them. And so I just like shut off and I stopped telling people how I felt. Um, and then, you know, after this distance that we had, we went to a friend's party. Everyone was fucking wasted. And in the bathroom, Liz like finally kind of opened up to me and was telling me how she was feeling. And then I was like, oh, like this is somebody that I feel like I can talk to and like actually be real with because I struggle with that sometimes. And so I feel like that's when things changed from like a high school really like, you know, relationship, friendship to like real world. And I also think as we've gotten older, I know we have so many similarities. So it makes our friendship like so easy because we love doing so many of the same things, you know? Yeah. And it's always museums yeah. going out even to dinner. Just yeah. discovering new places is always yeah. on our bucket list. We haven't traveled together yet. 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 We'll get there. Yes. We'll get there. But I think uh, within the years, um, a lot has changed for the best. Yeah. And like you said, uh, we did have time-consuming <laughs> relationships but we've learned from that and even now like with Olivia not this Olivia my partner <laughs> yeah, Olivia. Olivia. Um, we'll all hang out together and uh, during the time that I was in a relationship she had only met my boyfriend twice for four years so that's never gonna happen again <laughs> if it the time does come yeah and it's just growth in our friendship as well cause yeah yeah. I do value our friendship a lot. Me too. <laughs> Wait, that's Me so too. cute. I get so like red. I know. I'm like, <laughs> what about you guys? I think A, I know that we're always going to be friends. And I know I can tell you anything. Like I remember like this was, we hadn't been friends for that long. Actually, I think it was the first year we were friends. I was stage managing a show and I was in an area of our theater where you don't really get reception. And during our like 15 minute break or something, I had a text from Julia being like, can we talk or like something like vaguely ominous or like, I need Wait, to talk really? to you about something. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, she's going to tell me that she doesn't want to be my friend anymore and she'll oh. cut me out of her life. And Wait, I was like what? so stressed the rest of the rehearsal. I was like having a meltdown, but I couldn't do anything. And I got out of rehearsal at like 11 PM and I think you were already asleep. Um, and it ended up being something very small, but I was terrified. I feel like I've told you this. Wait, I didn't know this. Yeah, I was. That's also very unlike me to text someone. Can we talk? Like, I feel like I don't say was, things like that. It was the first year we were friends. Okay. And it was after the era of there was a lot of people cutting out different people. Oh, okay, yes. okay, okay, okay. Didn't so drama, it. yeah. yeah. So there was drama. The <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm getting cut. That's what's happening. Oh. Wait, I would never. And do I was that. devastated. Well, yeah, it was the first year of our friendship. I know that's not like I know now, like you're someone who's going to be in my life forever. I have no doubts. Of yeah, that. I was going to say, I don't think our friendship has really ever changed. No, it's not changed radically. Like we've kind of been the same like Julia and Olivia since like, like it's always been Julia and Olivia. Yeah. Like that's never been like there's never been a moment where I feel like that's like lapsed. Like mm. I feel like we've always kind of been. And like I think that's also like just how enmeshed I've become in your family yeah. like in your yeah. family like I I'm do like, feel bad I never spent any time with her family well, it's and her, it's too late now well it's like we just it always happened that like her house or was closer to what we were doing so mm -hmm. it always was at her house and it was never at my house and then uh, now I'm just so close with your family that it's like I just I my parents get annoyed see, if they don't get to see her yeah now. that I'm like yeah. I want to see your family and it's like my family loves Olivia but they just don't know her as well and yeah. so like they just don't see her um but it's just like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like it's always been like us as friends. Like, our friendship hasn't. I changed. think we've changed as people, but I don't think our friendship has. Mm. Really yeah, changed. totally. Yeah. Totally. But I think it's kind of 
it's very special. I think it's like, it's very rare when you find people where you're just kind of like, oh, like this is a person that kind of just like feels like home and like it kind of like just feels good. And a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's special. Like I think all of our friendships, like we've known each other for so long. Like you guys met early high school. We've known each other since middle school. And, you know, I was watching this TikTok and it was somebody talking about, you know, she's in like wedding season and she's seeing a lot of her friends like have all these bridesmaids. And she's like, kind of feeling self-conscious because she's not gonna have anybody really up there with her that knew her for years and years and years she's like all my friends are really recent like I don't have any friends from like when I was younger and I was like wow like I have so many friends that have known me like whether it was like acquaintance wise like earlier on but they've known who I was for so long now and I think that it is really special to have that you know yeah um because they've known like all the different parts of you like you've seen me in many (laughs) different parts of my life with bangs I did see you things. Yeah. I saw a picture of that the other day and I remember thinking to myself, please don't ever do that again. Oh gosh. (laughs) Please don't ever do that again. Like I'll still be friends with you, but like. I don't think they looked horrible. I just think they don't work on me because my hair is curly wavy and so I also sweat a lot, which meant they would just get sweaty. That's why I could never do bangs. Never. The sweat. Actually. (laughs) Liz is like, I'm actually getting bangs. I love the way they look on a lot of people. Yeah. They just I would sweat through them. Like they would constantly be soaked. I could not do bangs. But an interesting question came in from um, a listener. Yes. And I want to ask you guys this because I thought it was interesting and because it's still Pride Month. What did you guys think when we came out? Were you shocked or surprised? Okay. So Julia and I were talking about this this morning. I have a specific story for her, but she, we can't remember me ever coming out to her. I don't think she ever came out because I think I You never came out to anybody. You were just like, this is just kind of like, this (laughs) is who I am. Closest I came to coming out was to my sister. And that was only because she said, you're not gay. And I went, I am. And she went, oh, that makes you so much more interesting. Why didn't you tell me? Which is such a bitchy thing to say. You absolute lunatic, Rachel. Um, But most other people, not really. But I do remember. Yeah. What is your, the, the story when I didn't remember this when she texted me yesterday when I was on the train and she was like, can we tell the story of you coming out to me? And I was like, sure. But like, I don't know what that is. So like pop off, like, let's go for it. But she did tell me. Okay. So it was her freshman year of college, my Mm. senior year of high school. She came to see our fall review that I was in. And after the show, she was like, I have something really important to tell you. And I said, is it that you're gay? And she went, (laughs) and I was about 50% kidding maybe um and like her face just fell because she was so excited I guess I was disappointed that my big moment was ruined (laughs) because you like you had a girl you were dating and everything and I think I just like you were so flabbergasted by me giving the answer yeah, so my big my big exciting coming out was was ruined. Was Audrey <laughs> telling you you're gay, aren't you? She was like, ah, yes, I've known. And I was like, well, okay, well, you guys you. know each other. Yeah, you look know. at that, look at that. She was like, ready to roll. Wait, Liz, I'm so interested. When I, because I, you texted me. Oh, I did. You did it over a text. Yeah. Okay, so basically, Olivia and I had gotten back together, and at this point, I had really, I had only told my parents. Steph knew because she was my roommate at the time. A couple people, Elon knew. Um, but I really wanted to tell them in person because this story goes all the way back to when I was 12. It involved people that they know. And so I was like, how do I want to do this? And I was like, oh, like we're, I'll go home for Thanksgiving and I'll tell all of them. And then I think I was just like, I need to like say this. So I just said it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was shocked just because I, I didn't see it. 
And then I was sad because I was like, she was hiding this from us for all, how many ever, how long? Yeah. And then I was very happy. So I went through like <laughs> many emotions. You had a roller coaster. But I was very, very happy because uh, considering your previous relationship, just yeah. seeing, even through the text, because I had not met Olivia yet, um, then meeting Olivia for the first time and seeing them just interact, I was very, very happy for Sarah. Yeah, I remember you telling this to me. I don't, I don't, this was like way down the line, but you were like, yeah, I was so surprised. Like you were XOXO gossip girl. Yeah. Cause I really yeah. tried to keep everything under wraps. Yeah. Like I feel like the old friend group I was in may have had a clue just because somebody else in that group was involved with me. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't do, do you know the other girls reaction? Were they a little shocked too? Um, I think they were shocked. Yeah. Uh, surprised, I think. Yeah, yeah, shocked, surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I was so hyped yeah. when Sarah came out to me. I was like, <laughs> amazing. Because in our little friend group, everyone was straight. And I've always been in, like, my core little friend groups I've always had at school have always been either gay men or straight women. And I was like, oh, that's what I was like. That wasn't exactly the moment that I knew we were going to be really good friends. But I was like, we were already friends. But I was like, oh. I, I can see a future. We're going to be good <laughs> friends now. And then when I helped you with your Valentine's Day shoot, that's when I was like, we're friends. We're Audrey, really friends again, now. See, I ask people to do some crazy shit. When I ask you to do something serious, that means I trust you. Mm -hmm. I ask like being uh, your dresser, being yep. my dresser, and taking <laughs> the dresser and taking some very lingerie, interesting, wink, wink photos of me for my partner. No, you put on a playlist. Yes. I took Polaroids for yes. Valentine's I had Day. lighting. I put uh -huh. on a playlist I, because I knew I was like the only person I think I could feel comfortable doing this in front of is Audrey. Yeah, and I was like, when I was asked that, I was like, I was so touched. I'm telling you, it's when you are. Sarah bestows her like confidence, her trust. Like that is the moment when I ask you to do some crazy <laughs> shit. Just oh my god yeah that was like the moment i was like yeah because i was thinking to myself i was like who do i feel comfortable doing this in front of and i was like oh, i was so honored yeah. wow and then obviously the podcast just brought us like yeah. super super close and now we're like we spent so, so much time yeah, I, was gonna say, I feel like you two are inseparable like on the hip yeah because i feel like you have to be when you're doing something like this and like you know balancing like the friendship and like the work of it all um can be like a challenge sometimes sometimes i think about that i'm like oh does audrey ever feel like i'm too like business 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 or podcast 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 i feel like we do a good job of like we still do a lot of things together yes as friends yes 100 percent. like we're going to brunch today uh yeah we are so i mean it's at they're coming too we're not excluding them yeah no, we're, we're all going to brunch here. just so everyone <laughs> it's on the same page just we're so everybody on. knows um okay you guys we have a little fun truth or false true true or false, true false. game <laughs> uh-oh true or false game about oh, no this is actually just about friendships in general okay. um and about a lot of like 20 something uh like topics surrounding friendship and just like to open a conversation about these different topics okay so first thing having a friend group is a essential to surviving your 20s true or false 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 yeah oh friend group false yeah. friend group yeah I think a lot of people talk about in their 20s feeling this pressure to have like a friend group because you see other people have friend groups and they're like well what if I just have like one or two friends like is is that enough like and I feel you know? like friend groups are such a natural thing to evolve when you're in a school system mm, like that yeah. makes more sense yeah like, it, it just naturally happens more whereas I think 
getting together as adults out of college is hard enough with like one person, much less like if I was trying to organize five people together, it would take six months. Yeah. Like the fact there's going to be eight people at this brunch today. I'm like shook. Yeah. That's I didn't so even many. know that. I didn't. I also didn't know. Yeah. That Olivia's friends, friends are coming. Oh, Wait, yeah. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's like, I don't know. I feel like very strong in like having a lot of like individual relationships mm. or relationships and duos and trios. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I see the, plus and minus to both sides of it. But I, I also am like, I don't think it means you need that to be successful. Like, I just think it's like a different, like if you have that great. And if you don't have that, like as long as you've got people, like that's what matters. I also yeah. love getting to like intermingle all of my friends. Yeah. Like it's totally. so exciting. Like Liz has become one of my favorite people. And like, we mm -hmm. met through Sarah. Like there's so many people in my life that are, are not from specific groups it's all just like such a hodgepodge and that can be so exciting I've yeah. always been that person I'll never forget in middle school this first group of girls that I was friends with I uh, invited them all to my house one day and that's just like how we all kind of became this group and I will remember them saying I was I was the start of the group I was like wow you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> you're a I'm a leader yeah I love bringing people together that I know I'm like why should like if I'm friends with these people, they can't be intermingled together. And especially like being in New York and especially like, you know, knowing so many of my college friends, like they only had each other. And so I'm like, why don't I bring the other people that I love into the mix and they bring people they love into the mix. And it's just so fun to get to know so many different people. The more the merrier. Literally. Totally. That's the motto. Okay. True or false. It is okay for friends to go their opposite ways in their 20s. True, true, true. Yeah. Friendship Ooh. breakups. Oh, friendship breakups, at least in my opinion, worse than regular breakup. I agree. Yeah. Way a worse. thousand percent agree. Yeah. It's way easier to cut a relationship out of your life than a friend. Yeah. Especially if you've been friends with them for like a longer time. Yeah. And like you said, in your 20s, you're growing and you're changing. And sometimes that's not growing in the same mm -hmm. place and direction. Sometimes your values stop aligning. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking like I came up with these true or false things from looking on Twitter about like different tweets on about friendships in your 20s. And Julia, they a lot of people said the same thing that like friendship breakups are like a lot more painful than actual relationship breakups. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I yeah. just think of friendship breakups and I'm just like, I could cry. I literally, me too. Yeah. I like feel it within me. And even when they do happen, there's just so many memories that were with that person. Yeah. And I also, feel like, like you never so let it go. so much more mm -hmm. woven into your life. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they hurt way more. I mean, like I'm going to, I cried over my breakup of like an, like eight to 10 month relationship. I was upset about it, but I was upset about it for a couple weeks. I have a friend who we stopped being friends about a year ago and like I'm still upset about it on a pretty regular basis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think about some of the friendships I had like in my earlier high school years and I still like miss those people. When we see them around, like my heart still feels like what I used to feel for those people back in the day. It definitely can be painful. Mm -hmm. But I also think especially in your 20s, it is necessary to keep the people around that actually make you happy totally. and, like, let go of the drama. Like, I personally am always, like, no time for the friendship drums. And like, know, unless it's deep or something. I don't know if this is everyone's experience. I don't know if this was just partially because we were in a very specialized program. But, like, something I've realized post-college is, like, I really get to pick who I spend my time with now. Whereas, mm -hmm. like, uh, to be honest, I spent time, a lot of time with some people that I didn't particularly like. I didn't hate by any means, but I didn't really like and I wasn't really friends with and I was never going to be friends with them. Yeah. And now I get to, like, pick. If someone who is, is not a positive force in my life, they don't get to be in it anymore, which is really 
lovely. Yeah, I agree with that statement, especially especially like living in New York City. It, the city is so big, like sometimes you're there and you never get like run into those people because it's just that big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. True or false? Time, care, and effort are needed to make adult friendships work in your 20s. True. True. So fucking true. Very I know. Like, I feel like the biggest change that happens in your friendships in your 20s, especially after you graduate college, is now work becomes, like, the bigger priority. Sometimes you're in serious romantic relationships, and that will, you know, become more of a priority. I find it so hard sometimes to, like, manage seeing, like, the people that care to me friendship-wise, like, all the time. Mm -hmm. Also with, like, uh, basically all of my friends except for Julia and the people I've met through Sarah are in theater which means like all of my friends are constantly in and out of town like I've had friends be on contracts that are over a year long and it's just like whoop I guess I just won't see you for a full year uh talk to you then I guess yeah and I've subletted from hard. those friends yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that's really hard on a friendship and like there's certain people you can pick back up with but like there's certain people who like it then takes a little while to sort of get back into a rhythm again with yeah. them. Yeah. It's just like a lot of like like it 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 is a lot of effort. Like you have to actively you have to actively choose your friends every time you reach out to them. Like every time you're talking, every time you're seeing them. And especially like we don't live in the same city. Yeah. Like that's like that's like a tough thing. Like we I mean, we still see each other like relatively like a lot. But Anytime like Anytime I go home, yeah, my I'm family th- usually makes Julia come. Yeah, and so I'm there, so I see them. But like still, like, I don't know. Like, I think it's like every single friendship I have, I'm like, every single one of these is an active choice I'm making yeah. to actively be friends with this person. Because like, even I think about one friend of mine who like she and I literally will schedule like dinners like every two months. And like that's the only time we have time to see each other because yeah. it's like, okay, well, I'm busy, like I'm busy this week, so I'm busy next week, and you're busy the next two weeks, like, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, so we are choosing this friendship. Like, we are both choosing this friendship by putting time on the calendar and, like, making time to see each other. And I feel like if you don't do that, like, there's no sense of, like, happenstance anymore. Like, otherwise, you're just working. Sorry, I just touched this mic. No, it's okay. worried that I messed it up. Um, (laughs) But I'm, like, there's no happenstance in, like, adult life. Like, you're just, like, seeing people, like, there's no bumping into them in class, bumping into them at school. Like, you... Every single time you see a person has to be an active choice to go see someone. Yeah. And it hurts when you can point. feel the other person not putting in the effort and like kind of choosing to not be friends anymore. And like, that's a shit feeling. It is. Yeah. It is. I struggle with that a lot when I see like or feel that people aren't like putting in the effort. And like I try and I'm like, hey, like we should get together and da da da. And then nothing, you know, ends up happening because that is the that is adult life is something will always come up. So you like kind of have to make the plan and be like, I am gonna stick to this and show up because I care about this person. And so yeah. when I feel like I'm putting in that and then the other person isn't, it is. It's hard. And it's and it's just a part of life growing apart. But it, it's painful. It sucks. You're like, I love this person or I like this person and I don't want uh, you know necessarily have to do this yeah yeah i'm huge on facetime and phone Same. calls oh so see even i'm the if opposite we can't, oh no yeah i don't i'm FaceTime so fucking all. awkward oh, on really yes. once and it was the quickest facetime of my life I, <laughs> that is like we are on facetime like I whenever know. i work from home which isn't very often but when i do get to work from home i'm like on my lunch break i'm like hey <laughs> when do you not facetime me now car Oh, oh my God. The other day. Oh my God. Did you get in an accident? No, I no. didn't get in an accident. So I am like a very good driver, but like. <laughs> I am like, a good driver. Let's be, 
she's a very good driver of the last five years. When we were in high school, a real quote from her was, most of my car accidents haven't been my fault. And oh, a lot of them have been in parking oh. garages where no other cars I'm, were moving. Yeah, I'm just like not good at parking garages. But now my car is beepers. So like I, I don't, knock on wood, I don't get in accidents anymore. Mm-hmm. But the other day I was driving to work because I have like a long commute to work and I was FaceTiming Olivia and I'm like holding my phone on the steering wheel like a fucking idiot. Oh gosh. She this- always does. And I'm always like, just call me regular. Or put yeah. it on the dashboard. Yeah, That's what I, know, I, do. I know. You're so whatever. So there's a state trooper behind me. Oh. And I got pulled over and he goes, um, and I was like on the phone. I was like, oh my God, I gotta go. I'm I'm pulled over. <laughs> and I like hang up the phone and he was like, Do you think you should be Skyping someone while you're driving? Did he say Skyping? He literally that's said so Skyping. Lame of him. And I was like, and I was like, first of all, it's not Skype. But I was like, um, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you're right. I'm so sorry. And he was just like, I just don't know what would make you think you should be Skyping someone while you're driving on a packed highway. And I was like, and I was like, officer, you are correct. You are so I was like, I was like, in this, in this context, like the police, like, correct. Like you are right and I am wrong. Like I should not have been. We're also like literally in like, I mean, we were in gridlock traffic, so like whatever, but it's fine. But he was right. And so then I put my phone away and now I don't FaceTime and drive because now she just calls me. Yeah. I know. I feel like I'm so bad at that with friends. I don't know why I get so awkward with friendships over FaceTime and call because I FaceTime and call Olivia like every two seconds of the day. Um, But it's hard for me. It's so funny. Actually, somebody that we went to school with, I'm like forcing myself to FaceTime with them on Tuesday because I was like, I just keep missing you. I'm curious who it is. Oh, I'll tell you after. Okay. It's just one of our classmates. Um, but I was like, I need to like do this. I'm I'm bad at it. I'm bad at it. Yeah. I I will say I'm awkward. I need to be at a certain level of friendship to do it with you. Because like there are little like hiccups with FaceTiming and like whatnot. But I would rather that than like trying to keep up with someone via text is miserable. Yeah, that's yeah. that's brutal. Oh no, I FaceTime Clar- our friend Clarissa yeah. uh, almost every day, every night. <laughs> it's a, just an ongoing thing. Yeah, I FaceTime my mom or Julia probably five out of the seven days a week. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I'm on FaceTime with different people every day. I I don't care if I've met you once. I don't care if I've met <laughs> you <laughs> ten we'll times. FaceTime later. Yeah, you guys literally FaceTime. Please tell me about time. it at our next dinner. I know I'm awkward. I don't know why. It's something about me. I've always been this way. I like see a FaceTime call and I'm like decline oh my god Sarah this is so surprising I know I don't know why I get so like weird about it I don't know like you're good on snapchat though I am like oh my god oh yeah Yeah. like snapchat me I will snapchat you all day long I deleted snapchat probably now six years ago oh no I love snapchat Maybe that's why I'm on FaceTime is because I have no social media. Yes, that's true. If any of you want to find Julia, you can't. You can't. You can't. LinkedIn. I have a LinkedIn. Oh my God, like Olivia, promote your LinkedIn. (laughs) I'm not promoting my LinkedIn. Please don't. I will not connect with you if I don't know you. Um, But I have no social media, so I spend no time on social media. So I think that's why I spend more time on FaceTime. Because think about how much time you get back. Right. Oh my God. I would get back like four or five hours a day. No, Julia's other best friend texted me earlier today and was like, it was so weird seeing Julia's face on social media because I posted her on my story. And she was like, I would never see her on social media because she's Social media free, baby. Uh, you you must have such great mental health. We all know. I mean, okay. <laughs> just like a, like, um, but from a social media standpoint. Yes, yes. From a social media standpoint. Here's the thing. I know from being friends with you who doesn't have social media, I know not having social media is definitely better for you. Is it going to convince me to 
delete it? No, no. no. I mean, my job is social media. Right yeah, now, literally. I can't delete it. Yeah, the job. Um, but yes, I will. If you Snapchat me, friends, and you send me like a recording of you speaking, I'll spend one back. Oh, yes. That all is day long. so funny. Yeah, I could do it all day long. That's our FaceTime. Yeah, there we go. I had deleted Holler. mine and I finally mentioned it to my sister offhandedly one time and she was like, well, so that's why you haven't been replying to any of them. And I deleted it like two years before that. And I was like, how have you not? I know. Do you think I was just ignoring you for two for years? Two years. Wait, this is so funny because I used to send you some Snapchats and you would never reply. And I was like, I guess she deleted the app. <laughs> yeah, I deleted it like our sophomore year of college. Boo, I love Snapchat. I deleted it randomly and then I never once missed it. So I was like, I'm not redownloading it You're if like, it was not something that i ever once had a desire to use yeah okay last true or false question do you guys feel it's hard to make friends in your 20s yeah yes uh i knew this one was going to be controversial like or like could go either way yes and no explain i mean like (laughs) i don't know like i think like i think if you put yourself in situations like where you can make friends like it's easy to make, like, making friends isn't hard, but it's hard to find yourself in a situation where you can make friends. Mm. Yes. I feel like I'm in a lot of, like, in, I'm so lame. I'm in a lot of industry networking groups for, like, finance. Okay. And so, like, I met, like, one of my best friends, like, I met through that. And, like, she's, like, she, I say, is, like, the first adult friend I made, which is super cool. And, like, yeah. I've met other people through that or, like, a lot of, like, friends I've made through, like, friends of friends. And I don't think it's inherently, like, I think it's more I think it's a lot of work because it's like, okay, like actively choosing a friend that you don't know if they're going to be a good friend or not yet. Like you have to do that, which is like still like you're still actively choosing a friend. But I think like it's not bad or hard in the sense that like you don't know how to do it anymore. Like you know Mm -hmm. how to do it. You're just in less situations where you do do it. I agree. I Does just, that make sense? Yeah. Yes. I just started this new job and like something I had told myself going into it. I feel like at my last job, like I let like imposter syndrome and intimidation like really shut me out and be quiet. So I didn't really make a lot of friends or like have this rapport with my coworkers. So, and I think something a, a little bit easier about this job is we're all like in a residence class and we have like groups. So there's like 12 or 15 creator residents and so we have each other that's so nice it is and I remember the first day one of my co-workers her name is Juliana I'll send this to her shout out Juliana um I told Olivia I was like I think I made a friend like I was just so excited because for eight months I was working at this other job and I just felt so lonely and in the three work three weeks I've worked at this job I have felt so happy and so fulfilled because I get to talk with people and I'm making friends and I'm like oh my goodness like I'm just feeling so much like more fulfilled about this work friends are key work friends are key yes I'm like so excited to have work friends I'm like I get to go to work and talk to my work friends it is like so like thinking about jobs and like knowing that like you have people there like and there's like studies on this like it is like if you have people that you can work with and like you can be friends with like you're automatically going to do a better job at your job. Mm. You're going to be happy at your job. You're going to stay at your job. Like, yeah, because it's like, okay, like you want to go to work. You want to talk to these people. You right. want to like bitch about the little things. And like yeah. that is like so crucial to a no, successful it's so job. so sad when they're not there. Yes. You That's... get to work and like so-and-so isn't working that day. 
heartbreaking. Oh my goodness. I can't wait to feel this. Cause already like, yeah, I feel like I've been so much happier totally. because like, even when I'm working remotely, like we have our like off, like, gr like Slack channel yeah. groups and it's just like so nice. And like, I remember the first moment we all like, were like, what the fuck is happening? Cause they, you know, onboarding, it's a lot of information. And I was like, wait, like I actually may get to like make some connections at this job. So that's been nice. But I do agree that it, I feel like it can go both ways of making friends in your twenties. Um, I mean, I think it's been so nice to like have my high school, middle school friends that I've known forever, but I feel like I need to challenge myself to also try and make adult friends or just like push myself to do it because sometimes I think I, you know, close in on myself or don't give myself the opportunity to really make friends because I'm like, oh, will this person like me? Like all that kind of, you know, thought spiral. Fun. Fun. All right, you guys, last question for you. <gasps> It's the question. Oh, oh my gosh. God. Liz is like, <laughs> oh my God, to get my notes out. Tell us a recent time that you felt clueless. I'd explain what it is to you, but I assume you both already know what the we clueless moments are. We do know what the yeah. clueless moments are. Oh, Liz, you can go first. Okay. Shit. Okay. Um, so my clueless moment currently is I don't get how people go out to dinner by themselves or like do things by themselves <gasps> that's Mind my favorite you, activity i have gone to two concerts by myself so that i can do okay but taking yourself out for dinner like even going out to the museum by yourself or comedy shows i went to a show yesterday and there was a couple of people there by themselves i don't know i don't get it i, <laughs> I want to but i just I love a lunch by myself in the city. I think I got used to it because my uh, gap year, I traveled to a lot of the auditions alone because it was just cheaper. And so I would either need to make friends with people, which I would do, and I would go to like dinner with their families, or I'd got to go to dinner by myself. Um, and so that's kind of where I've gotten used to it. But it is like really... I, I there are certain places I would do it and certain places I wouldn't go like alone. Yeah, Like I wouldn't go to like Carbone alone for dinner. I don't know. I'm a big proponent of the solo dinner. Okay. I love, I'm like, if I'm going out to dinner with people, I will go like an hour or two early and bring a book to the bar and just hang out at the bar, get a drink and a nap by myself, read my book, maybe talk to the bartender. Mm -hmm. And then I, I got into solo dinners when I had to, because I was traveling okay. and I was like in Australia by myself or the first time I traveled by myself, I was in London and I was in London by myself and I like didn't know anyone. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to not go out to dinner like I'm just gonna like I, I guess I'm just gonna go out to dinner and yeah. it's like weird at first but I think it's crucial to have a book like because I think that gives you like I've done it where you don't have a book and you're just like kind of sitting there and eating and enjoying but I'm like if I'm there and I've got a book I'm like right. I've got an activity mm -hmm. like I've got something to do like I I have my own people don't bother you I don't know. I'll need That's to try what I it. did when I went to the the place by your by your apartment. I was going to see a show by myself. Mm -hmm. Um and I was like, what am I gonna do between this voice lesson and the show? And I was like, well, I love this restaurant by Audrey's place. They make great aperol spritzes. And I brought my computer and I like did work for the podcast. And it was, it was nice. Um, but yeah, it can be a little intimidating at first. It's one of my goals for the end of the year. Slay. So 2023, okay. I will go out to dinner by myself. You got it. Period. You just need a good book. Yes. <laughs> okay. My clueless moment is like, I guess how you get stuff done while also working full time. Like mm -hmm. literally getting like errands sent. Like this is a perfect example. Like my car needed to get inspected and my car can only get in. You could, they only have inspections between the hours of nine to five. And I was like, so I'm at the office between the hours of nine to five. And the people were like, okay, 
Like, that's your problem. And I was like, okay, but like, I need you to inspect my car right now. And so, and like, even things like the dry cleaner is closed and I have to get, because I'm a finance bro, I have to get literally all my clothes dry cleaned. And so I, the dry cleaner is closed when I leave for work and it's closed when I get home from work. And so like, I am just like baffled. And so right now, like I'm making my parent, like my parents are helping me where I'm like, Hey, can someone drop the car off? Or hey, can someone pick up my dry cleaning? My parents are not a fan of picking up my dry cleaning. <laughs> Let me tell you, do not ask your parents to pick up your dry cleaning. The texts I get back, Julia, are you serious? This is not what we should be doing. But it's just like, how do you manage? And like now that I'm starting to be able to work from home like one day a week, like it's more helpful because I can yeah. be like, okay, like I'm able to do this. But like in the pre-COVID world, when you I couldn't work from home, how did you get anything done well i think so much of our country life philosophy whatever is built around this very outdated standard of having a person men working and having a wife at home who can take care of all of that which uh, is not really the situation anymore and we haven't really changed a lot of things yeah yeah i remember when i started like working like or when i was had a full-time offer i was like or just starting work in general, I was like, when am I going to do therapy? Like, I was um, like literally oh, wait, like, when that, am I going to go okay, to therapy? That is but, an actual question I have right now. Really? Because, so oh, my- you should talk to somebody. I just said, I was real with them. I was like, look, I got some stuff going on up there. I got to go therapy. My, my therapy is my 30 minute walk from my car to my office Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. It is extremely ineffective. Let me tell you, you that cannot is, do, yeah. th- you cannot do therapy. And I like, can't cry because I'm about to go into the office. And I'm like, how do I get therapy done? Like, this is a literal. So I've like low key started ghosting my therapist because I'm like, I don't want to keep doing this at like eight in the morning. Yeah. You just got to talk to somebody at work and be real with them and be like, I got to go to therapy. That's what I've done in both situations. Yeah. And they both been very understanding. Mm, that's yeah. good. Slay. Slay. Well, Thank, Thank you, you guys, guys for coming, coming on God, the podcast. This was so much fun. And hopefully we'll do it again another time. Yay! Yay! Thank you guys two. so much for watching. Don't forget to go follow us on Instagram. Check can, out her LinkedIn. Go oh my God, don't, LinkedIn. Don't go to my LinkedIn. Go to our TikTok, all the things. Bye. This has been a 58 Ember production. For more shows, please visit the 58 Ember channel, 58ember.com, or find us at 58 Ember Media on socials.